Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Jake Stefanani, Tony Cashin, and Quistas Handarach. <laughs> Coming up on TMS, wasps are bastards. My baloney has a first name. It's L-E-B-A-N-O-N. Neither T nor tree. Raining man. So many YouTube pies. Sometimes it's worth farting. Extra rough roughing it. Evil fake koalas. Your confirmation is biased. It's good when Vegas gets a rinse. Be adjacent. That furniture smell. Drop bears. The Aussie Chupacabra. 10-hour yodel loop. Kirby, your enthusiasm with Amy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Compared to a typical telephone line, the ISDN's throughput is staggering. 64 kilobits per second. At least 10 times faster than a conventional phone network. Edible prop dirt. The morning stream. He's taking a dump in a can. Hello, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It is the morning stream for Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that's Brian Ibbett. Hello. Hello. Hello, Brian Ibbett. Hello, hello. Uh, we were just talking pre-show. If you're a patron, you'll hear it. But we were talking about all this stuff going on in Nevada, the you know the mess in Vegas where they got all this rain and horrible flooding and everything, and uh, and then the Burning Man deal. And so I guess right. so I just wanted to say at the top of the show, if any of you are listening, we I heard from a couple yesterday, but any listeners who went to Burning Man or are there now or will hear this when they get home or maybe they'll hear it there. I guess Internet's fine uh, or uh, 5G's been fine where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hear this episode and you have like you want us to tell a little story about this, you know, everything going <laughs> south. You want the way to be our, our reporter, our man in the field or man or woman in the field. Yeah. I want to know how your your acidic mud is. I want to know about uh, uh, oh that Ebola thing was fake. Someone made that up. Nobody yeah, there's no Ebola of there. Uh, what was the other thing I heard that was total bull crap? Uh, I can't remember. But uh, the uh, writer the people uh, were naked running around. Oh wait, no, that was true. Totally uh, fr- friend of the network Hugh Howie, writer of the Silo series, uh, literally got married at this year's uh, thing right before the rain hit. Oh really? Oh yeah. that's cool. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Um, he seems to be. He's been tweeting and stuff. I think he's all right. Good. I, here's my guess, Brian. I'm going to guess this. People okay. love dramatic stories. And here's what mm-hmm. will probably be the truth. People will come back and go, oh, it wasn't that bad. Because it's Burning Man. <laughs> They're already used to like being yeah. 
I mean, it, weird it's true. It is. It's like, um, you know, it's set up to be roughing it and, uh, and just adding a little bit of extra, uh, adding an extra layer of roughing it to an already roughing it situation. Yeah. I, I, and oh I, yeah. Diplo and Chris Rock were out there too. I saw the video of them on their little, uh, uh, the truck that was hauling them out. By oh, the way, Diplo hates you. Diplo oh hates yeah. You. Diplo hates Diplo everybody. Hates you. Uh, hold on a second. Did, uh, did Chris Rock perform or something? Was that why he was there? Was he just there? I don't to... know if he was performing or he just just went. Huh. Trying yeah. to get trying to get slapped again. Just trying to get that done. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that. I knew there was some celebrity and hey, lots of and... damn burning man out your damn mouth. <laughs> I know there are a lot of like influencer types that were trapped there. Yeah. So I don't feel bad for them at all. That's fine. Let them be this trapped. Quite the fire festival replacement. Uh, a little bit. It sounds like it's more, you know, uh, unforeseeables yeah. and less of a bad management. But because this has been going I, on for years, right? I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I had friends. Uh, let's see. I hired a guy named Scott Brenner. Oh, should I, I just I just doxed him? Scott Brenner. Um, in '96. Um, well, we're going. He way was back. all proud, like when he. Uh, God, what year was it? He showed me his really cool mug that he got from Amazon.com because he bought uh, a couple books there, and they gave him a free mug. Whoa. That was before Amazon sold anything but books. Yeah. <laughs> that tells us something. But he would go to uh, uh, Burning Man, and he'd send me video of, like, where he would – he had a uh, Land Rover – and it was like this big way open, <clears throat> big open field that he was on. He was able to put the car in cruise control. And then he and Tim and a couple other people that worked uh, with me um, would climb out on the hood of the car and just ride on the hood while the car would drive through the, through the desert. Wow. With nobody behind the wheel, nobody in the car. Jeez. Well, when you got wide yeah. open desert, I guess you'd... you might as well. It's like God, that just still <laughs> scares the shit out of me thinking about it. Yeah, I don't like the feeling but, of uh, it at all. He's he's definitely not there anymore. He's a judge. He can't do those things anymore. Oh yeah, the judge. No, forget it now. If yeah, you're on the he's bench, a your honor. He can't be a, a goofball, a little burning man goofball. No, I don't care how how you how fast you need to get to gas town. You're not getting on the hood of my car. <laughs> exactly. That's yes. great. Um, yeah, so we just like oh, to hear yeah, from I'm you. Doing okay. Yeah, I'm all right, everybody. Don't oh, worry, yeah, I would okay. love to hear from James. Because <laughs> James, if James went, James? that would be amazing to get a call from him yeah, on this. It would be great if we could get the uh, the call in. Dude, if you end up talking to them and he says I will. It, he's willing, yeah. let's do it. He'd he totally be up for it. I, the problem is that uh, is getting up that uh, at 8 o'clock <laughs> to be able to call into our show. Yeah, it's a lot to ask. Yeah. Anyway, they're we hope rock and rollers. They don't get up. Yeah. Really. Come on. We hope you're all okay. All right. It's still better than the fire festival. That was just a shit show. But this thing yeah, at least is exactly. you know nature just didn't like you this year. That's all. <laughs> uh, wasps are bastards. You probably knew this. Ooh, I knew this. I hate wasps. Yeah, they're kind of dicks. Here's the here's the thing though, and I don't mean the band from the '80s, the hair band. Okay, everybody, calm down. You can enjoy your CDs <laughs> and not have me rip on them. I'm talking about the bu- not bugs. I guess. Well, I guess they're bugs. Yeah, what they're insects. They? Sure, they're just insects. Six are they, legs, two body parts. Yep. Are, are stinger three uh, body parts bu- bugs that are stinger based? Bee bee like? Are they in a certain? Do they have a certain name of they're, their own? They're a bee like. Are they a, <laughs> like a bee adjacent? I don't know. 
Uh, they, uh, they don't have a name, do they? That's outside of insects. Is it lipidop, Lipidoptera? I can't remember what the bee classification is. Well, you're like that might ent- be that might that might be butterflies. You're actually, like you're like full on entomologist here on the show. I like this. Oh sure. Yeah. Well, and I I was able to name one classification, and it might be butterflies <laughs> and not bees. I don't know. <laughs> So don't take your word for it is what you're saying. All right. That's fine. Yes, exactly. Yes. Well, uh, so dumb. Yesterday that we had the kids over, we had taco bar night. Kim does this thing where she makes a big bar full of taco things and whatever. <laughs> so all the kids came and uh, Carter's friend and some other. Anyway, we had extra people and it was fine. We had a great time. Little kids are there. Van and Phoebe are there. Hmm. And uh, cool. she's 10 months old and can say pops now. Pretty great. Oh, anyway, nice. yeah, she looks Aww, at me and goes, pops, so cute. and she whispers it. She goes, pops, pops. Like <laughs> awesome. It's pretty cute. Anyway, uh, they're all over. We're having a great time. Night goes as, as planned. Uh, I spent most of it at the table talking to Dylan about how cool Starfield is and him getting ready to play it today because today's <laughs> Game Pass Day. So. Oh, today is release day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because cool. early access has been out for a week if you paid the extra yeah. money or whatever. And uh, anyway... So we're having a great time. And then it was time for them to go, getting close to the kids' bedtime. So Taylor and Dylan gather up their stuff, gather up the kids, and they go outside. And Kim's like, I'm going to walk Van to the car. I said, that sounds nice. So she walks him, holding his hand, walks him to the car. A wasp comes, mm-hmm. tries to land on his little arm. Yeah. Uh, she kind of waves at it or moves her arm to get it away. It immediately goes to her arm and stings her immediately. Oh, bad form. Bad, bad form. Oh, poor thing. Was she all freaked out? No, she's she's all right. She's got, um, I mean, Kim's, I think she's only gotten stung once before, so we knew she wasn't allergic, but she okay. has, uh, she she she's bubbles up. She just bubbles up real good. Like it gets real <clears throat> thick. Yeah. yeah. So what we did is we decided to try this thing. Someone told us that if you put tea tree oil on a bee sting or a wasp mm-hmm. sting mm-hmm. that it will uh you'll wake up with like hardly any inflammation it'll like take the pain away like it's supposed to be kind of miracle cure and i'm like i'm usually very skeptical of such claims and i'm like well okay sure put a little tea tree on there let's see if we can save the world and put tea tree you know i was being i was being super skeptical about it <laughs> sure. she did it and it worked freaking this morning really? that thing oh, is barely cool. there you barely know she even got stung and it's compared to last time, which was also another bee or hornet or something, it's just nothing this time. Wow. So I guess what wow. I'm saying Good. is, I don't, right. know, I don't know why I was so skeptical. Well, I'm always Your skeptical. snake oil. Uh, Scott. All right. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, I'll take you up on it. So. I don't even know what tea tree oil is. it a tree? A tea tree? <laughs> is it a tea? Is it a tree? Who what knows? Uh, no one tells me. I don't know what it is. I don't know what to call it, but I'm going to try it next time and have any kind of like bite or wound, you know? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be good for your feet if you get like a, a, a crusty, crusty heel, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And you so sm- it's like kind of like the the miracle oil right now, right? It's like well, not right now because obviously it's been around for a while. Yeah. But. Yeah. Same, but it seems to be fixed on a lot of stuff. And if it does, I mean, I'll try it. I have a crappy heel. I'll give it a shot. But you mm-hmm. smell like furniture when you wear it when you put it on. It smells like <laughs> it's like you know when really you deep okay. treat wood to make it. Yeah, uh, you smell like uh, Mark Spagnuolo is what you're saying. A little you bit, see? yeah. Like his yeah. beard probably smells when you get all up close to him. You know, we'll have to ask Nicole on Wednesday how he smells. Yeah, I'm curious. All right, so it's a volatile essential oil. It says volatile, derived mainly from the Australian native plant Melaleuca alternifolia. Alternifolia. 
Employed largely for its antimicrobial properties, TTO is incorporated as the active ingredient in many topical formulations used to treat cutaneous infections. Mm. It is widely widely available over the counter in Australia, Europe, North America, blah, blah, blah. Um, So it really just comes from a plant. It's neither a tea nor a tree. It's an Australian plant. It's not a plant. That's not a plant. What are these? <laughs> their plants. This on you. Their plants eat dingoes. They got like big old mouths. And stuff. <laughs> it's one of the ten deadliest plants in the world, and would, it's all in Australia. Would not yes, be surprised. Exactly. But anyway, I guess I'm saying just with slight real life uh, evidence, if you want to call it that, it worked really well. So I'm just uh-huh. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't have any expertise in this area. I'm I'm Joe skeptic on everything. So when something comes up, I usually go right, whatever. Let's see this, and this right. stuff freaking works. So I don't I don't know, I don't know. Maybe pledge would have worked. I don't know. <laughs> it sure smelled the uh, same. Chris says fairly big trees with spongy bark. Okay, so it is a tree. All right. So big old tree in Australia. Is Lucky big Phil in tree, here? Is that who said that? Tree. You know, uh, Australians call plants trees. Uh, so that's <laughs> right. What do they call grass? They probably call it uh, <laughs> uh, the woods. I don't know. Right, exactly. Forests. Forests. Uh, well, that's cool. Our Lucky Phil says our drop bears love it. Hmm. What's a drop bear? Never heard of a drop bear. <laughs> no, I haven't heard of a drop bear. Never heard Looking of a drop it bear. It's a new one. Look up a drop bear. Uh, what do we got? What is it? It's a urban legend focuses on bushwalkers having been known to be dropped on by drop bears, resulting in injury, uh, including uh, mainly lacerations and occasionally bites. So drop bears are, are fake. Oh. Oh, they're based on koalas, but they're yeah. evil and they're fake. Right, exactly. Oh, yes, some of these pictures are Large great, arboreal predatory marsupial related to the koala that drops on its prey. <laughs> These are these pictures are so stupid. If you do an image search, they're amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all got like fake photoshopped fangs and <laughs> big old claws and stuff. This is bullcrap. I've never heard of this. <laughs> Drop wow, bears. these look like uh, the worst Pokemon ever. Is what they look like. Yeah, you don't want to, don't evolve your uh, whatever. I guess yeah. whatever. So came it's the Australian snipe is what it is. Okay. All right, that's good to know. You guys have your own thing over there with that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like to hear. You guys don't have enough dangerous creatures on your on your island that you have to come up with extra ones. Yeah, you've got you got spiders as big as my dog. Yeah, you know what the crap. Uh, You know what we need is we need some sort of fake killer animal to uh, (laughs) scare people because we don't have enough. I love that accent, but I but there's a part of me that knows why Australians hate that accent. It's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I can tell oh, why oh, yeah. they would cringe, yeah. but I think it's great. Sure, <clears throat> never never not do it. Um, okay, I found something cool. We've had a lot of deaths lately. Um, also, people yeah. are all out over us, Brian, because we keep mentioning some of these names and then they die. Well, um, we're running out of people to name is the problem. Yeah, uh, eventually we'll have no more names. We'll have to start naming each other, and then there's yeah. real trouble. Um, but no, we, uh, yeah, the lead singer for Smash Mouth, uh, died this week and we were just talking about this dude. Yeah. We were um, talking about on uh, film sack. Uh, we weren't talking about, uh, Jimmy Buffett. No, no. And although we you bring him about up, Gary you bring Wright. him up here and there on the show. Jimmy Buffett will come up as like Margaritaville restaurant, Vegas stuff like that sort of thing. But I don't think that counts. I don't think it counts toward his death. No, um, no. And we definitely weren't talking about Gary Wright. 
No, definitely bring that up. So, Dreamweaver. <laughs> oh, that song's I cool. I believe you can get me through the night. What else do we know from him? Uh, Love is Alive. Okay. Uh, Sing that one. My heart is on fire. My love's like a wheel that's turning. Oh, okay. He only sang in falsetto, apparently. Is this the. Uh, that's his deal. That's his deal. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. It's- He's got a Those are the only two Gary Wright songs I know. I'm sorry, that's it. But uh, should be a good triple Coverville, triple tribute Coverville episode this week. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, this is great because you're talking about Jimmy Buffett has a bigger catalog, but but the other two, pretty the limited The problem with Jimmy hits. Buffett's catalog, and I discovered this when I started trying to put a show together, is that you, know, you look for a song like um, Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes, right? Yeah. The only versions you can find are people who do mirror image covers because they're a cover band that plays in Florida at a bar. They're a regular cover band that plays in a bar and just does Jimmy Buffett songs. So there's not like, there's a great Todd Snyder cover of Margaritaville. You'll hear that. There's a couple other like, Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. But for the most part, all the stuff I've been finding is here's cheeseburger in paradise by a band that sounds just like Jimmy Buffett. Mm. Not your favorite. And, yeah. Uh, no, it's just a bummer because, uh, um, you know, you want, obviously you want somebody to take the, make their own rendition. And I put this on threads uh, yesterday, but I think part of it is that Jimmy Buffett fans don't want to hear something that strays from the thing that they know and love. Mm. And um, other bands that would put their own spin on, on a Jimmy Buffett song don't like Jimmy Buffett songs, so yeah. they don't cover them. Yeah. It's it's the combination of the two. It's a real dichotomy there. Yeah. Well, it's a bummer they all died, I guess. It is. <laughs> it is a bummer that they all died. I mean, in the case of Steve uh, Harwell, name? Harwell, yeah. it's a little early. He's only fifty-six. Um, yeah, but he was living hard there at the end, man. He was. Uh, yeah. Uh, your liver doesn't. Really... Your liver. Your liver. Take care of your livers, everyone. Yeah. Be moderate yeah. with your liver. All right. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants mm-hmm. that to fail. Turns out you die if it does. Um, <laughs> Turns out yes. some of these people got real old. So, for example, Bob Barker, uh, ninety-nine without going over a hundred, and right. uh, he passed away about a, a week prior. But I found something that I wanted to play today that I think is a great tribute to Bob Barker, and it was from his retirement. So when he first retired and passed on the torch from Price Is Right, he went on Letterman that night. And Letterman did one of his top tens. Okay. And Dave had Bob Barker do the top ten. And it was top ten things Bob Barker could say now that he's retired. (laughs) Okay. Great. And I love this. So I recorded it and brought it to the show. And I'm going to play it now. So enjoy this. It makes me miss both Bob Barker and David Letterman uh, and his regular show, even though Dave's not dead. Yeah, he's still still alive, but uh, not, yeah. He's still with us. (laughs) He doesn't have a show anymore. Well, he has a show, but it's not the same. Anyway. It's not the late show with David Levin. Yeah, here you go. Let me play that right now. Number 10. We get the prizes cheap because they're stolen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I was not aware. I was not aware of that. Number nine. The actual retail price of the retirement watch CBS gave me $17.95. Number eight. Before we give them away, I personally try out every hot tub. Oh, Bob, you dog. <laughs> Number seven. 
Slip Daddy some cash, and the showcase showdown wheel lands wherever you want. <laughs> what? Slip Daddy nuts. some cash. He's gone nuts, I tell you. Slip Daddy some cash. That's right. <laughs> uh, number six. Sleeping until noon and playing golf all day? Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> number five. Howie Mandel may be a younger game show host, but at least I still have hair. There you go, Bob. There you go. <laughs> Number four. I only wish Regis were alive to see this. Now, wait a minute. That's a Before mistake. Regis died. But Regis, Regis, oh, yeah, Regis exactly. is alive. That's a mistake. Okay. I'll double check that when I get upstairs. For a different reason now. I think yeah. that's a mistake. Uh, number three. On my last show, I'm going to tell people, go neuter yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. I'm not only a game show host, I'm also (laughs) Spider-Man. And the number one thing Bob Barker can now say that he's retiring. Some older people have the good sense to retire. Unlike Letterman. Hey, I heard. <laughs> then listen to this version the band does. Isn't that great? Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I love that. Like pull out the pull out your rendition. Anyway, that made me laugh my ass off, and I was happy the, uh, to see it. Who knows if our if our friend Matt Flanagan was uh, involved in the writing of that top ten list? We know that he he uh, worked on the behind the scenes. Would have been the before. era. I think it would have been. Yeah. Um, gosh, that would have been like twenty ten. Uh, Late 2010 or 2808 yeah. or something. Some, so it would so have been early have been early yeah. aughts, early 2010s, and I think he was there then. So he may have written so. half yeah. of that thing. Hopefully, you know? Uh, I know that uh, both he and Jenny are out on the uh, the picket lines. Hopefully, they're doing well also. Oh, I thought you were going to say they were in uh, Burning Man. In yeah, Burning Man. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, they're not out striking at Burning Man. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yes. I don't like mud. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> pretty good though, right? Uh, he was cool. Bob Barker yeah. was a guy who could laugh at himself and have a good time. He's all right. Totally was, yeah. And when you and I would exactly. stay home sick from school, what were we doing? We were watching The prices Right. We were hoping that that little mountain climber wasn't going to fall off the edge of that cliff. Yep. But we sure enjoyed the music that he sang as he walked up. Did we sure that or whatever he did? Yeah. What did he do? Did he do a song? He did a little song. <laughs> Price is right. We gotta find this. I want to hear it. Okay. Uh, Price is right. Oh, I can't find it. Yodeler cliffhanger song. is the name of the game. If you want to look for, is it called Cliffhanger? Yeah. Hanger yeah. game. I was like, Brian just did it. Brian nailed it. Did you nail that it? Was, by the way, that was Cliffhanger, as sung by Gary Wright. Oh my gosh! All right then. Okay, here it is. Price is right. Cliffhanger. Let's hear this. Uh, hold on. Whoops. just goes and goes my yeah, god it's a 10 hour youtube uh loop <laughs> in case in case you have uh someone you really want to get some sensitive information from you just time to a chair and play that for 10 hours would not surprise me at all all right now we're going to surprise each other with this watch a foodie we haven't done this in a while 
All right. But thanks to Natalie Taylor, yeah. Brian yeah. and I got some of that Lebanon bologna we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, we didn't know what to make of it because we never had it before. And we're like, well, is it just bologna? And then people wrote in. And she in particular was like, oh, we have this all the time. It's great. And she sent us a box of this stuff. Brian's right. got cheese. She lives in Lebanon, uh, Pennsylvania. So. Which is where this hails, right? This is the word did you from. toast your bun? You, I look did. Like you toasted your bun. Oh, you did. I did. Okay. Lightly, right. not, not heavily. I was kind of running yeah. late. Yeah. Um, but I did put a really dumb little blunt toothpick in mine, like some kind yeah. of fancy diner. There should uh, be a pickle sticking out of the top too. Oh, a pickle! Would and be yours good. is just and yours is just the pretzel bun and the um, and the meat, right? Yeah, three three of the thin ones. I didn't do the big thick mother that that big old bomber. I don't know who's eating yeah. that or when, but that's, that's oh up the there. smoked. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. um, that's thick. Oh, that's, so you did one of each of the two different uh, uh, bolognese we got. Yeah, I just I did the original. Them. I mixed them just so I could get a taste okay. here. Uh, okay. So there are three of these on here total. I don't know which one's which, but the um, the pretzel buns, that's an important thing to note. These also came from her, and I guess that's part of the deal. you got to try these with that. Yep. Um, she also mentioned, was it her oh, that mentioned mixing them with cream eggs cheese and, and horseradish? Oh, yeah, that's the one that sounds yeah. so good. I didn't have yeah, I don't have any either. cream cheese, but I do have horseradish, so I know what I'm doing for lunch is uh, making another one of these sandwiches. Yeah, why not? So we're going to try it here on the show. We haven't done it in a while. My first experience with Lebanon bologna, same with you. Yeah, same here. Right. Lebanon PA, baby. Let's go. Here we go. Oh, wow. Mm. Smoky. Right? Yep. Very smoky. Very smoky. Sorry. Big full mouth here. Yeah. I didn't take a um, a TV show bite of food. <laughs> How much is that, I guess? It's probably just them nibbling. Yeah. They I have love- a little tiny bit on their fork so that they can... Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat this with other stuff. I'm going to eat this whole pack. This is all going to go down. Yeah, this is good. Mm. You know what? That's way better. No worries than break- at all about how long it sat out on the porch. Getting no, warm. it's totally fine how warm it was before we got it. It's fine. <laughs> we'll know in a few hours if it's fine or not. But um, right. But uh, that is d- distinctly different than bologna I'm used to. Like Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely. It's almost more like um, corned beef. Right. Than right. Bologna. <clears throat> it's got little little bits in it and stuff like little. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got texture. Where and the bo- pretzel bun has a sweetness to it that's really really nice. I'll do the I'll do the thing that. Um, so I watch this Disney, a couple that goes to Disneyland all the time and talk about all the new food that they that they eat there called Ordinary Adventures. Yeah. And as they're talking about all the food, which they have a scale of one to five, mm. but everything always gets either a four or a five. Of course, yeah, because. They don't want to I don't talk know if it's because they stuff. don't want Disney to get mad or what the deal is. But, <laughs> yeah. but but they do this thing with their hand, like they do this, like oh well, there's like a there's a sweetness that the bun has that really brings out the flavor of the meat, and then um, a little bit of butter on the on the bread yeah. um, really adds to it. <laughs> so uh, go watch some ordinary adventures. Notice that they give everything four and five stars, and then watch how they. They do this with their hands. They probably took a. <laughs> they probably took a card from the uh, uh, the Guy from Fieri the food deck. Network. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. Guy Fieri never on that diners, drive-ins, and dives. Never a bad thing to say about any of them. Never. never. Oh, this. You know what? This is this is kind of garbage. Yeah, this uh, is terrible. I don't Ugh. think I'd even feed this to my dog. Yeah, I'll I never. Wouldn't feed this to the guy who frosted the tips of my hair. This is literally gangster. Ugh. But here's the thing. <laughs> that gangster. 
is uh, Bugsy Malone who's dead and decomposing. That's what this reminds me of. And this now I'm going to edit like they do here. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, yeah, just cut boom, back and forth. Boom. Whoa, ooh, ha. Yep, as fast as we can. Anyway, <laughs> those are awesome, Natalie. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for thinking of us, and uh, it was very kind of her to, to send that to That's us. That's right. So and really and uh, for the record, I love Peter and Kitcher on Ordinary Adventures. Don't, you know, I'm not... Uh, I poke fun because uh, that's what we do. We poke fun. We poke fun. Yeah. But I if there's fun to poke, to their we'll damn poke show, it. and I love it. So there, there you go. go. It's a YouTube deal or what? Is that what you said? It is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, the um, Peter, the guy, the guy in the couple is a magician, and um, Mitzula, I think, introduced him at some point to uh, to Woody. Brushwood mm-hmm. because it was like he. Mitzula is a big fan of Ordinary Adventures and a big fan of Brushwood. And so it's like, well, why can't I get my two favorite magicians together? Because that's the other thing that Peter does or used to do anyway was a lot of magic. I don't know if he still does, but. Making bank uh, on his uh, anyway. eating, at, eating in Disneyland money. Yeah. I mean, they really do. They make bank by going to Disneyland every day and, and you know, videotaping or a videotaping. Hi, I'm an old person. <laughs> by um, recording their, their visits and saying, oh, there's a. Um, they've changed part of the of the flooring in Sleeping Beauty's castle. Oh my God! Everybody, stop stop what you're doing because they've they've painted part of the floor blue. Wow! I don't know what this means. Uh, wow! I don't know what yeah, it means either. That but. is what the that is what these uh, all these Disney um, YouTube channels have to do is like every bit of minutia. Uh-huh. Well, and. In six months, we're going to have a new uh, restaurant, Tiana's Palace, but we're going to give you the play-by-play. Looks like they've added a new two-by-four yeah. to the uh, the third level. Yeah. The drinking... Oh, but I'm told... Uh, this is just in. I'm told the drinking fountain is not currently usable. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the trash can in Tomorrowland uh, right by Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters is full. Just a, a note... Please don't use the trash can in front of Astro Blasters. Yeah. You got some ca- you got trash. Keep moving. All right. More at eleven. Yeah, I don't know. That's so what you do. Slash I guess. Film if- too. Peter. Peter was the owner of Slash Film. Holy cow! I didn't. Oh, know that. I didn't know that. Wow. Wow. Well, he's that's... got he's got his fingers in all the YouTube pies. He does. Wow. So many YouTube pies. Impressed. And the this YouTube pie actually has a uh, a really nice pungent kind of uh, flavor to it. It's like a. Uh, a creamy saffron. Do you think they know they're doing this in the air? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think they do. All right. They get you. You lock into what people recognize you for, and you keep. <laughs> I think doing you it. do. I think it's it is a it is a food review uh, staple. I don't know, like a like a what's the what's the word? What's the? Um, it's part of the toolbox. If you're a food reviewer, you must do this. You as you're have to do this. Something. Oh yes. man, I. I guess I'm not much of a foodie because yeah, I never so, do this. Exactly. You're not a foodie. What's a foodie? Yeah, you mean, tr- you're apparently not a foodie. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last time I would have made this gesture. And I don't think I've right. ever. I don't think I've. Maybe today? This might have been it? Maybe. That might be it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there shows, you go. shows well, the kind of foodie I am. Trope. That's a good. Yeah, we'll say trope. That's a much better Trope. That's a good it. word. Yeah, we know trope. It's part of the food review toolbox. <laughs> yes. And it sounds like this. <laughs> But only when you're on film sack. That's right. Exactly. All right. We're going to do some. Uh... Hey, Scott, can I have a trophy? <laughs> I like that he always asks. He always asks. Yes. Trophy. Right. Make sure we get the sounder in there. All right. We're going to do some news and uh, that'll be fun. So let's do it right now. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning. Good morning. Time for the news brought to you by. Looting meat from space pirates. Yeah. There's a lot of. Um, if you've ever played a 
a uh, Bethesda game before, you know that you can pick up just about anything. And in Skyrim, the big joke was collecting cheese wheels and hiding those in your house and just having stacks of cheese wheels for no oh, reason. Oh, really? Okay. This game's got a bunch of that, too. You can, you know, collect potatoes and then just fill your, your ship's cargo with potatoes for no good reason. There's no reason to do it. <laughs> but uh, it's got all that kind of crap. So I do it with meat. I have a lot of meat. And, uh, cool. Starfield. Right. Saving so you, hoarding your meat. Yeah, always hoard your meat. Uh, a death at Burning Man was, uh, has happened. So there's 70-something thousand people there. Right. I think Is they've really had that many? Holy cow. Yeah, no. It's a lot. It's that. bigger than your Holy average city. It's bigger than the surrounding cities in Nevada. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Um, how many people go to that thing? But And I don't think this is the first year where somebody has passed away. Sometimes you're just playing against the numbers there, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody's going to get sick or somebody's going to... You know, heart condition. Have some other issue. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, they're being investigated as rain-soaked festival asked attendees to shelter in place. Uh, the death was under investigation at the Burning Man Festival amid the rain and the mud. Local authorities said Saturday and the attendees were urged to stay there and not, uh, not go anywhere. Although everything was kind of shut down. They still made little pocket parties, but... Mm. The main okay. event and like the big, the literal burning man that didn't mm-hmm. happen this year. They didn't get that. Oh, they didn't because that was supposed to be yesterday, and that they just they just for forwent. Unless something changed late in the night, they mm. were Aww. that part got canceled. But I could be wrong. Oh, uh, the Pershing uh, County Sheriff's Office in Northern Nevada announced the death, which had happened quote during the rain event. I don't know why they call it a rain event. Whatever rain event. Uh, Excuse me. At this, or as this death is still under investigation, no further information is available at this time. The party appeared to be over, or all but over, and the organizers said that, uh, they were focused on getting people out of the area safely. Most festival operators have been halted uh, or significantly delayed, says the sheriff. Um, let's see. They had a lockdown for vehicles coming in on Saturday night. It, uh, it supported the organizer's shelter-in-place recommendation for more than 70,000 estimated to be in the desert event. Uh, some vehicles have been able to drive off uh, off the playa. What is the playa? The playa. That's the. Playa? That's what the. That whole area is called the playa. That's circular, like. Uh, yeah. It looks like a. I mean, it looks like a Mad it's Max a, death camp. It's a uh, Spanish word meaning big flooded area with a tall uh, man made out of timber in the middle. Yeah, I like the idea that it's some guy who just likes to <laughs> cheat on his girlfriends. He's a playa. You know? <laughs> He's a real player. Yeah. yeah. Don't hate the don't hate the player. Hate yeah. the game. Hate the game. <laughs> However, these vehicles have caused damage to the playa surface, and it is not recommended at this time. He says. Anyway, they all got stuck there. I don't know what the update is today. They probably have. People are probably finally leaving. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Apparently, they did. They, people are saying that they did actually burn the Burning Man last night. Well, they did. Uh, oh, that's good did. then. That's great. Yeah. Because otherwise, they'd have to change the name of the. Uh, <laughs> the festival swimming man or, or drowning man or something like that um, um oh here it is means beach in spanish and it is a term for a dried lake bed oh okay that makes sense um it says here burning man exodus hour long traffic jam hours long traffic jam stalls festivals goers finally able to leave but they they are leaving good but they're stuck good. in a horrible get out of there tra- traffic jam Ugh. yeah no kidding it Ooh, seems like a nightmare a- I just couldn't yeah. do it. Like I, I've I, always been I, interested in going. Yeah. I would go if if um, if I could be flown in that morning and flown out that night. I don't want to spend the night there, yeah. but I would like to go and see the the festivities for a whole day. 
but not have to sleep there. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to stay overnight either. That's my whole thing. If I could fly in and fly out, that'd be great. But I don't even think yeah. that's really an option. I mean, how far? No, is it? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, helicopter in or something. But I mean, even if I, even if somebody drove me in and drove me back out, well, how close is the nearest uh, town? It's not Sparks. What's the one up there? Um, nearest town to. Burning We're Mountain. racing. We're Google We're racing. Google here. race. Well, Dr. Empire and Gerlach. Gerlach. Uh, how far how far is Gerlach? And does Gerlach have any kind of uh accommodations of any sort? Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Oh, like, like 15 miles, that's it? Oh, well, all well, right. That's not bad. That's not bad. So I wouldn't have to sleep there. I could fly in, go for the day and then come back next year. Or fly in, go for the day and then sleep in Gerlach. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Is there? Is there? Are there hotels in Gerlach? I assume there's got to be something in Gerlach. Yeah, maybe. All right. I mean, this thing uh, from the air is wild. Have you seen these aerial shots of how this thing looks? Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy. Look at that. Hundred miles to Reno. Hundred miles north of Reno. Okay. Hmm. That's still not far That's, enough from Reno. <laughs> I could do. I could do an hour and a half to Reno. Yeah. Why and, not? Uh, and then sleep in Reno. Yeah, Reno's. It's a little, the biggest little city in America, right? That's right. Here's the problem is that, you know, we're already going to do our TMS uh, live at, uh, at, at Dragon Con next year. Oh, is pretending that, like this is the thing. Is this locked in? Is that already a thing? No, gosh, no, no. This is this is just me pretending that I've even had any conversations. The people who would who would be involved with that are now sleeping, get, like getting the the rest that they so richly deserve from mm. this last weekend. Yeah, but uh, um, but uh, yeah, we can't do both Burning Man and Dragon Con because it's the same weekend, my friend. With one or the other. That's true. Also, yeah. why is it when I look at promotional video or photos for burning man it's only really hot people <laughs> you mean attractive people or yeah. you just mean like really hot people out in the desert like attractive you know beautiful attractive young people I, listen the photos that that uh judge your honor scott would uh bring back from these things it, it was uh you know they were there were a lot of people who were like wow okay there's very attractive people all running around here for the most part naked okay yeah there's a lot of nudity nudity yep and mud now and that mud looked bad um all right moving on to uh this story uh turns out coffee offers performance boosts for concrete oh shoot i was uh cancel i had ordered some cancel that order i was in the middle of making it for more coffee yeah it's not for your brain it's for your for concrete your, your driveway, I guess. I don't know. Are you talking about one of those uh, one of those ice cream treats that you can get at Freddy's? Is that what you mean by the concrete? I miss a good concrete, dude. And there's a carts. Who doesn't? I can't eat those anymore. But can't I love do them. those yeah. chocolate concrete like the real. Oh my mm, gosh! Yeah. You know what? When yeah, I, those those when I can't do just because of the uh, the, the lactose deal. It'll be like just position me on a toilet for the next several hours. Yeah, for me it's sugar. I don't know if they make a sugar free version. They probably don't, but like it would mess. It would probably mess with the consistency of the, of the stuff. I've never had yeah. sugar free ice cream. Any form of it I've ever had is a nightmare. It's horrible. Yeah, it's it's icy, crystally. Yeah, it's garbage. So mm. no is the answer. Uh, anyway, coffee is apparently a big deal. Engineers in Australia, ooh, we were just talking about you people and your weird mm-hmm. plants. Australians. Uh, they found a way of making stronger concrete with roasted used coffee grounds. 
to give the drink additive a, quote, double shot at life and reduce waste going into (laughs) landfills. Uh, Lead author, Dr. Rajiv Roy Chad, Chand, I believe. (laughs) Rajiv Roy Chand. There you go. From RMIT University, uh, said the team developed a technique to make concrete 30% stronger. Wow, that's almost the same uh, price hike as PlayStation Plus just received. So Did it really? I didn't see that. Damn it. 33% price hike. Wow. Wow. Kind of across the board. It's ridiculous. If you're paying $59.99 a year, you'll now pay $99.99 a year for the basic one, not even the good middle yeah. one. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, really? I like the good middle one. I don't think I'm currently paying, but I like the good middle the, one. The middle one's pretty strong, but that changed. I was like, okay, I'm not doing mm-hmm. this. It's too much. Nope. nope. Anyway. Uh, it turns waste coffee grounds into bi- biochar. That's a cool name. Biochar. Mm, biochar. Now, if you catch one of those, you can evolve it into a... Um, what is a biochar? <laughs> a biochar evolves into a biocham. Oh, biocham. Biocham, yeah. yeah. That's, that's about... That sounds like that's exactly what it would be if this was real. <laughs> um, anyway, let's see. It's a low-energy process. Uh, let's see. pa 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 uh, the disposal of organic waste uh, poses an environmental challenge as it emits large amounts of greenhouse gases, including methane and carbon dioxide, uh, which contributes to climate change, he says. Uh, Australia generates 75 million kilograms of ground coffee waste every year. Damn. Y'all, y'all are drinking coffee. Woo! It's funny, though. You would feel like, uh, like, like the coffee would make it less strong, right? Like, because, all right, here's a... Here is a powder that doesn't adhere to itself. Right, right. How is it going to make the concrete around it stronger? Yeah, and they claim that this mixed with traditional concrete is acting yeah. like a binding agent and strengthening it. Um, I wonder, though, do you think you ever be walking down on a hot Australian day in mm-hmm. Sydney? You're going sure. to the opera house. I don't know what you do. Whatever you're doing. Sure, that's, that's what you do in Sydney. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're walking around and you go, what's that? Oh, it's the sidewalk. <laughs> it smells like coffee out here. You know? I wonder. I'm just saying. Would you? I, like you... I feel like it, there has to be, right? It has to be a little bit of a... Yeah. Sure. That's how these things work. When people use uh, used vegetable oil from uh, like fryers to run their cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been behind one of those, but it smells like a freaking, you know... There's a little bit of a stink. Yeah. A little bit of a stink to it. It's like, a little, a, uh... the, like, like nuggets and fries, but worse somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. But I, I respect China. it, but it's China. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, there's that story. So just, hey, Wade, well done, everyone in Australia. You guys are great. Yes. Uh, here's, a, here's a story. A gun fired at a White Sox game, uh, which made a bunch of news at the time. Mm-hmm. Turns out that gun was snuck in by a woman in her belly fat. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Just stick it in there and let her rip. And just roll... Roll it over. Roll on in. Open that up, you know, like a big old floppy cave and go, here's your here's your thing. Um, an investigation wow. into the shooting on Friday night, this is, t- I guess, last two Fridays now, mm-hmm. in which two women were struck by gunfire during the White Sox athletics game at the guaranteed rate field. <laughs> so, some of these names, come on, your corporate names are getting a little ridiculous. The guaranteed rate field. I hate that so much. Yeah, yeah. It's almost as bad. Our our jazz arena for a for the longest time back in the day was called the Delta Center because it was Delta Airlines mm-hmm. who had the name, and then it went away and it went to Vivint Home Security yeah. Arena. 
And then we all lamented that every minute of the day until they went away. Now it's Delta again, and we couldn't be happier. That's good. We have Empower Field, and you could ask a dozen people walking the streets of Denver right now, oh, what does Empower do? Yeah. I don't know. They don't I don't know. know what Empower does. Yeah. Do you still do you know it all? Do you know what they do? I don't know. No, you could ask me. I could be one of those people you ask. I don't know what Empower Field is. That's got to be. Or Empower uh, the company is. But we we still call that stadium Mile High Stadium. It's always going to be Mile High Stadium. It's yeah, like, and that's all. It's always going to be Lambeau Field. It's always going to be Mile High Stadium. Yeah, if you're going to give us a name, you stick to your freaking name. Yeah. I just realized, though, this is the problem when we have troublesome names like Redskins. People want to stick mm-hmm. with the thing they've always known. And that's part of it. It isn't so much that they're racist turds. It's that they also like tradition and they want to mm-hmm. keep the thing it was originally called. So if Delta had some negative connotation, how would I feel? I would probably be like, oh, I'd probably say change it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm progressive enough to change it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, anyway, this thing was snuck in there under her uh, under her gut belly. Uh, people said during the uh, the investigation, ESPN reporter Peggy Kuzniski or something like that said one of the women sure. who was grazed by a bullet in the incident snuck the gun in past metal detectors, hiding it in the folds of her belly fat. Now, hold on a minute. Okay. Can those detectors not detect through a layer of no, it's, fatty it's tissue? Tougher. It's tougher. And that's why, like they say, when you um, go through the security, like they've said, like, all right, you got a metal belt buckle? Put your put your hand over your belt buckle. Mm. Um, if you've got an Apple Watch, put your hand over your Apple Watch as you go through, oh. and it, and then you have to take those things off. I didn't know that. I didn't know that interfered with that. I figured it would just yeah. get through it all. No, it's it uh, is still detected, but it it comes in it registers it lower or something. I don't know. I don't know the reason behind it, but. Uh, is that why people put stuff up their hooter and they can get through to security that way up their butt? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's how uh, Denzel Washington got that uh, hairy guy through security and uh, men on fire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Where's your C4? I don't know. Don't know where it is. I don't know. I don't think I don't have any. Mm. No, everything's All good. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll okay. let this one go. That's fine. Uh, final story. This is, uh, oh, and the women who got shot are all going to be okay. They were just grazed. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, this okay. wasn't a, I don't know why you're taking a gun to a damn game, but. A very sweaty, some very sweaty bullets. Yep. That uh, saved Swe- them. People are sweating bullets, literally, in this case. Uh, we got a, a story that was posted on our Discord by Binary Hermit. Oh, good. It's just ones and zeros, that hermit. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I want to thank him for that. And uh, here's the headline. A suspected drunken driver accidentally called 911 on himself. Um, they're always drunk when this happens. Uh, mm-hmm. This driver accidentally called Nebraska law enforcement on himself, leading to his own arrest. The man called 911 to report another driver who he thought was driving on the wrong side of the highway, uh, according to the Facebook post by the sheriffs. The sheriff's office on Thursday released a video of the March incident, along with the audio of the driver's 911 call. When authorities arrived, it became clear Uh, that the caller himself was the one driving on the wrong side of the road and was intoxicated. (laughs) Here's what he said. Quote, I'm on Highway 77 going north, and there is somebody that is on the wrong side of the road. Uh, He said in the call, he added that on the other driver almost ran me off the road. That that was gnarly, he said. Gnarly. Gnarly. Yeah. Dude. I'm so wasted right now. <laughs> that was gnarly. That was my head. <laughs> that was like a lot, he is quoted as saying. 
No um, dice. <laughs> the video then shows an unidentified, unidentified driver being pulled over by a police officer. Do you know why I stopped you? Asked the officer. Yeah, because I was on the wrong side of the road. Admits the driver. <laughs> it's uh, I, is it? It's impossible not to think of uh, John Candy and Steve Martin and uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, right? Yeah, well, dude. How does he know which way we're going? Yeah, or how does he know where we're going? It's so funny to me. It's great. You're going the wrong way. Well, how does he know? How does yeah. he know where we're Yeah, how does, how does he freaking know? You know? Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, Amy Robinson, a.k.a. Red Fraggle 3, will be here. It's it's yeah. time for Read This with Amy. Okay? Yeah, but I want to hear about Dragon Con. I think you'll yeah. also hear about that. We got some, in fact, she sent some photos here. What do we got? Dragon Con photos. Oh, very nice. Oh, cool. So we'll take a look at these, too. Uh, all that will be after this break with a song. And Brian brought said song. What do you got? Yeah, I've got a uh, brand new EP from a band called Cavo. C-A-V-O. Brand new EP is called The Shakes. Uh, came out uh, September 1st, so Friday. Um, when he was asked about the uh, the EP, uh, Andy Heron, uh, vocalist, said, A lot of these songs for The Shakes EP had been sitting unfinished for a few years. We were like writing like crazy back then and it's amazing finally getting these songs finished and giving them a proper release kind of feels like the story of the certain time period of Cavo has finally been told well cool here is the uh the, the first single from this ep it's called feels the same the band is Cavo.
return my last video late. That was the day that ice storm came through. I couldn't even get out of my driveway. The poop bird. And we returned. Who was that one more time? Sure. That's the band Cavo and a song called Feels the Same. You'll find it on their brand new EP, which is called The Shakes. The Shakes. I've had those. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't? I mean. Who hasn't, Scott? How can you live a life and not say you've had the shakes? Everyone's had them. No. Everyone's had the shakes. Uh Oh, I haven't had a good shake, though, in a long time. Oh, stop it now, you. I know. Look, sometimes it's worth farting and it is spiking your blood sugar (laughs) just the very tail end of uh uh uh, peach season so go out and get a good yummy peach shake oh that sounds so good except don't support that horrible company that (laughs) damn it don't do that darn it don't do that go get one from arby's they're fine there you go arby's good jamocha shake done not not bad uh all right let's do this little number right here where is it it's right here one of the things that i enjoy also is reading Well, in what feels like a million years, we finally have Amy back with us here for a read this with Amy. And she's, uh, boy, you've been up to a lot since we last spoke. How, how the heck are you? Oh, yes. Good morning, friends. Good morning. I'm, I don't know about y'all. I am tired. I'll bet yes, you I, are, yeah. I have been up to quite a bit because I, I sent my oldest off to college. Mm. And then the weekend after that was the Tadpool meetup. And then mm-hmm. this past weekend was Dragon Con. It's a and, lot. It's a lot. Yeah, so... I have told everyone I know, I'm like, don't ask me to do anything on a weekend <laughs> for like the next month. I will say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. yeah. You got to do that. You need to, you know, it's well, these are all fun things that you've been up to, but they can take a toll. You know, you need time to yourself. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was it was all really fun. We had uh, we had a great time up in Asheville. Uh, you know, we, we played a bunch of board games. Mm-hmm. We went on that, you know, Brian told you about the, the crazy bus tour we went on. It oh, was, it was so good. Yeah. 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 Brian was able to give you most of the, most of the highlights, but yeah, I, I'll just second that. It was a, it was a really, really good time. I think we're definitely going to, going to keep doing that. We're going to move the dates around a little bit, I think, because mm-hmm. maybe just, give you a little bit more of a breather between that and Dragon Con by chance. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> You you and Chuck were fantastic hosts and drivers and tooling us around everywhere everywhere we really really appreciate oh did you end up riding with him did you and chuck ride yeah i I forgot to ask you or did you say i don't know we didn't take the bikes no we and and a good thing because we really wouldn't have had much time to ride um and the hills the hills just outside of our airbnb would have been a monster Mm. yeah we were nervous about like cars driving up some of those hills like you know little four cylinders we were a little scared they wouldn't make it up there so yeah i can only you guys would have been walking the bikes (laughs) Yeah, definitely me. Maybe not Chuck and his his studly legs, but certainly me. Well, he's very manly, that Chuck. He is. Well, yeah. Very manly version of Chuck. Uh, Well, anyway, that's great. Um, How was Dragon Con? I see, I'm looking at some of these photos and I see you uh, ran into uh, Brittany and and Bill and all them. I did. I did. Are you sure it was Bill and not his uh, twin brother? Yeah, because he was there too. I ran into both. So I I was able to confirm, yeah, yeah, that it was. I, I I definitely saw Bill because, <laughs> but yeah, it was a uh, he, he his brother was there. I can't remember, dressed as 
Oh, I can't remember, but oh, he had a helmet. Was, yes. And he uh, took his helmet photos. off. Yeah, they were both yeah. uh, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle factor, not factor, like the, the security guards for the bad guy, whatever he was talking about with the name tags and everything. He's been explaining yeah. on the show how he was going to do it, and it's, it's still confusing to me, but... But I think but yeah. So he up. he was uh yeah. His brother was wearing. He had a helmet on. He took off his helmet, and I was like, "Whoa, that's okay, right? You have a twin." Yeah. Um, and yeah. <laughs> so the picture you're showing right now, Scott, we took that specially for you. There was, you know, there's always these people dressed up in like the inflatable uh, T Rex costumes and such. Sure. And there was somebody there in like an inflatable Kirby, just like raving and mm. bouncing around. It was the funniest. Li- I wish we had taken video. Actually, the thing is gigantic. Really what a big Kirby! Yeah. yeah. You got to watch yeah. out for him, though. He'll eat you and then take your powers. That's what That's he does. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You have to, have to be very, very careful of that. So, Ooh, there's a yeah, blade. it was it was great. Um, we, we had a great time. We always hang out at the puppetry track, mostly. Um, some of these are ones that Chuck took. Chuck is a big fan of Blade, so he took that photo. <laughs> um, I took this. I took that uh, Brack photo for just for for you brian yeah i appreciate um, it full-size brack i'll have, brack. I'll have uh, send me send me a set of those because uh scott's not sharing with me well yeah. oh, stream to yeah. see him, but. I'm, oh i'm looking at the stream i thought you had yeah. the link sorry i can give you that no no that's all right totally all right um so so yeah. click on the one with like the green skirt and the beehive thing i want to see if you can guess what what that costume the is green it's awesome the one okay let's see. it's like Right next to the one with me with Hollow Knight. Uh, it looks like Marge Simpson. So Margio. Oh, hilarious. It's not Margio. Right? It's Margio. Margio. Fantastic. Why is, the, why is the letter so R on there, though? Yeah, what's I don't R? know. I didn't get to ask him that. Rargy, but like, Rargy, Rargy. I just thought that was so funny. I was like, because I saw him <laughs> the first time I saw him, like, he was on the bridge. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're not allowed to take pictures when you're on the sky bridges because there's just too much yes, traffic be, going. It's exactly it's for walking and, only. Uh, yeah. No stopping. Yeah. Oh, hey, but there's three, three Chucks like, in the bathroom. Tell me about this three Chucks thing. It's like the Spider-Man meme. Are, they, are all three named Chuck? Is that the deal? All three of those guys are named Chuck or Charles. Yes. I love that. So they're all actually technically named Charles because Chuck is a nickname for Charles. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. I, I, so now this is the thing. And we got a we got a three Brian's picture did, like that in, in, in Asheville. Asheville yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. Who's so, this really tall dude with the cool hair that you're standing next oh, to? Oh, yeah. So those are the cinema therapy guys. So um, unfortunately, oh. the photo is a little uh, fuzzy. But yeah, that was like the one kind of sort of famous person thing that I was excited to go do was they were, uh, you know, one of my favorite YouTube series is called Cinema Therapy. And they uh, the tall guy is a filmmaker. His name's Alan C. Wright. And the the guy next to him is uh, Jonathan Decker, and he is a licensed therapist. And so they watch movies and they kind of, uh, you know, analyze the characters in the movies from a therapy perspective and a filmmaking perspective. And it's a fascinating. I love I love their web series. It's like one of my favorite things. And so I was very, very excited to um, both get to see them on a panel and get to to meet them briefly. And so, yeah, that was that was a. That was a big fun. That's cool. That's awesome. Fun thing for me. Very so Chuck cool. was like, 
spraying and praying, you know, just taking all the photos for me. <laughs> I love so. that but yeah. I know exactly like click, 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 click. So one of these comes out, click, 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 click. Exactly. You know what's funny exactly. is I thought Bill told me he was not bringing his his uh, Ghostbuster stuff, but there it is. He, he brought it. He oh, it. that well, was a funny story. Yeah. yeah. So like they were, there was like a planned little meetup of folks that are on Bill's discord. And uh, so he posted, he didn't, he like describe the location. He posted a photo and put like a circle around, you know, Oh, this is where we'll be. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I, the, the carpet that's definitely the Marriott okay and uh, I think that's where we are and so Chuck and I are standing around we're kind of looking around and I'm going okay okay I think we're in the right place and but then we realized like okay they're gonna be in costume so maybe and I said I think Bill is probably bringing his Ghostbusters stuff and and that just then Chuck looked over and spotted Brit. And he said, well, there's somebody right there with a Ghostbusters outfit that says Duran. Do you think that's it? That was Probably like, it. yes, yeah. yes, that would be it. <laughs> that, that would be them. So. so did you get to, so I always had this question because I know you go all every year. Do you get to just go home at the end of the night or you stay in those hotels? What do you do? Okay. So because you yeah, live out you there, can. Right? I've done it both ways and it's really not worth it to not get a hotel Mm. Um, Mm. because there's so many things just going on. Plus if you have a hotel, it's, you know, it's always Labor Day weekend. And so it's very hot here in Atlanta on Labor Day weekend. Although I will say, my God, the weather was so beautiful this weekend. Mm. It was not too hot. I was just grateful just all weekend long, wow. except like the last day it was, it was a little hotter, but you know, we're packing up our stuff. We don't care. Uh, but yeah, it was like not that hot. But if you get, you know, if you get worn out and you need to go back and take a nap, it's great. It's great to have a hotel room. I've done it the other way where I would just, you know, kind of come in and and you can't find parking, first of all. Secondly, you know, so you, you'd have to park at a MARTA station, which, mm. you know, that's our our transit pitiful thing. little version of rapid transit. It's <laughs> Light not rail good. Or train, yeah, yeah, it's very bad. Our, <laughs> our, our rapid transit is bad. Yeah. Um, but... Anyway, so yeah, you'd have to park at a MARTA station and MARTA back in. And then MARTA stops running after a certain point in the night. So if you want to stay and do anything that's after like, you know, 1130, you're like running to make sure mm-hmm. that you get back to the MARTA station before it closes down at two. And, you know, I mean, it's just. It's, yeah, I would, it, it sounds like I would pain. do that. I would not do that either. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. It was like, uh, yeah, I did this once at a BlizzCon, but it was in the form of a. Uh, 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 air, not Airbnb, but like a what the hell are they called? Anyway, timeshare. That's what I'm trying to say. We stayed in a oh, timeshare sure. up the street, and that sucked because parking is a nightmare, mm-hmm. and walking was too far. So it was just far enough to be too far for walking. It would take forever, and driving was no parking ever. And I was like, this is like living here. We don't want to ever do that again. We got to stay in these yeah. hotels right in this little area, or or why are we even coming? So, yeah. Yeah. We did. I will say we did stay at like one of the non-official Dragon Con hotels and it was an aloft hotel. I don't know if you've ever stayed in one of those. Oh, yeah. I love those. They're yeah, quirky. They're kind of, yeah. they're kind of groovy. You know, they have kind of yeah. a neat little artsy vibe to them and, uh, and they're, they're lovely. They're clean, you know, and, uh, and it was just like maybe like a block and a half away from the Hyatt, which is one of the official hotels. And, 
it was just far enough away to where you know you'd be walking and you'd hear all the din and confusion of Dragon Con, and then you'd you'd walk about half a block, and it's like oh, it's quiet, you know. And yeah. it but it was mm. not it was not too far away to walk, and it, you know, like I say, it was quiet, and it was it we didn't have to play as much of the Hotel Hunger games that everybody has to do every year, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I've never um, been to one of these lofts. I'm looking at pictures and these look rad. I want to go oh, here. Cool. Yeah. 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 They're neat and quirky. I like them. Yeah. They're trippy. Um, all right. Well, very cool. Sounds like a really good time. Did you have any time to read anything while you were doing all I, this? I did. I did have time to read. This is a book that my son actually, he had to read it, uh, in advance of his freshman year in college now. And, uh, he recommended that I read it. So, and I, I did get to send you a clip. I know I said in my messages that I wasn't going to get to you and I was able to just quickly send oh, you a good. clip there. Well, so. you are awesome. Let me j- grab it real quick. Make sure we're good on sound. It looks like we are. All right. I'll just play it then. You ready for this? Here we go. The edge is a shanty town filled with gold seekers. Summer 1996 at the Coalfield public pool. They would blow a whistle, and everybody had to get out of the water, and we'd all stand there, hopping on one foot and then the other because the concrete was so damn hot, burning the bottoms of our feet. And some lifeguard, barely older than I was, 16, looking like the bad guy in a teen movie, blonde and buff and absolutely never going to save you if you were drowning, would wheel out a greased watermelon. There was a three-inch layer of Vaseline, which made the watermelon shiny, almost like it was turning from a solid into a liquid. And the lifeguard and one of his evil twins, maybe with crazier muscles and a scuzzy mustache, would dump this watermelon into the water and then push it to the middle of the pool. And when they blew their whistles, the point was to jump into the water and then whoever could get the watermelon to the edge of the pool would win it. <laughs> that seems weird. R- wrestling, right. a, wrestling a greased up watermelon. That's an odd thing to picture in your head. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that, that clip just sort of sets up like, this is how boring summer is in this little bitty town <laughs> where she lives. Um, so, you know. Oh no, that's not me. That is that is the audiobook narrator who I was going to say. There, like you, you sound yeah. it sounded yeah. a lot like you. So very Amy esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. It was narrated by uh, Jennifer Goodwin. Mm. Oh, so. yeah. You know she her? was in the show Big Love. She's the uh, the youngest of the three uh, sister wives. Oh, okay. Cool. We've oh. seen her in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, uh, the name of the book is Now is Not the Time to Panic by Kevin Wilson. And you know, it's a it's a young adult novel. And I think what I felt like, this is just me reading it as the mom. I think what this book is great for is kind of illustrating that when you are that age, everything is a way bigger deal than long-term it'll end up to be. Uh, so, yeah, that's... I Just without giving too much of a spoiler, uh, that's that's kind of how I felt about about this book. Um, the Just the, the little blurb synopsis there is that uh, basically these two kind of misfit kids make this artistic poster that has a, a phrase on it that is 
a little esoteric. Nobody knows what it means. And they start putting up unsigned versions of the poster all around town. And at first, it's just this kind of cool thing that they're doing. And then eventually, there starts to be a bit of a panic about it. Like there's there's some satanic panic going on. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, oh, are these these people who are putting up these posters, are they kidnappers? You know, everybody's freaking out. And then there's like a posse that walks around with literal guns and, you know, will shoot people that they catch putting up the posters, that kind of thing. Um, And it just becomes a, it becomes a much bigger deal than really it was. It was just, they were just putting up posters. They were just dumb kids putting up a graffiti poster. Uh, This this is like that. uh, The listener, um, and the the 3D artist, I forgot his name. The um, Oh my gosh, Scott. Anyway, guy listens to us. The one I always tell the story about, he made a UFO and put it up in the air. Oh, yeah. And yeah. everyone believed yeah, he designed it. He designed uh, the trophy for uh, Frank Pence All-Stars. Yeah, that the one guy. right there behind me. And, it, and he, I can't think of his name. But anyway, he, he uh, the whole thing was that he did it on a lark and then the whole valley thought it was real. And then HBO conspiracy around the world thought it was real. So he comes out on the news and says, well, it wasn't real. And they're like, whatever, you're part of the deep state that says it's real or isn't real. You're just trying to detract us from the realness of it. And he never really did convince anyone that he made it, even though he has the thing in his garage. This reminds me of this a little bit. It's like, yeah, you plant a mm-hmm. thing or you do mm-hmm. a thing and then people, you know, maybe maybe it's even more weird now because the Internet's very good at, a, at something going viral and things aren't exactly what you think they're supposed to be. This seems like a... This seems like a good read. I would like to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's why it's set in, you know, the 90s is because it had to be before there was the Internet, because otherwise the it it became really the huge zeitgeist of this little town in Tennessee. Yeah. But if it if there had been Internet, I can't even imagine mm-hmm. how humongous it would have the 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 uh, the scale would have been way too big for <laughs> yeah. for uh, for a young adult novel I think but I haven't heard of this guy again it's Kevin Wilson Kevin Wilson yeah um, he's done a bunch of books yeah. yeah yeah that's what I was seeing too and they all have kind of these long titles like this <laughs> like he's got one that says <laughs> uh, like something about like let's pretend this never happened or something like, or <laughs> something like that. Like they're all like, a bit, they're yeah. not like, you know, two word titles. Like they're big, <laughs> big, long entire. Yeah, they're, titles. His shortest one is nothing to see here. He's got one called yeah. uh, tunneling to the center of the earth. Uh, baby, you're not going to like it. <laughs> like a, <laughs> he's really into like really long titles, I guess. Uh, or no, baby, yeah. you're going to be mine. Sorry. I misread that. Misread it. But. <laughs> da- Das Bestie. Oh no, that's German. Never mind. <laughs> the German type. The German versions of the books are even longer. It turns out because Germans are weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, this sounds great. Uh, this, of course, is once again. Now is the time not to panic. Or sorry, now is not the time to panic. Colon a novel. I made it longer without even trying very hard. Now is the time not to panic. Yeah. Kevin Wilson is the name, and it is available everywhere that I uh, I went and searched for it, and it's all over the place. So yeah, New York best yeah. uh, New York Times bestseller guy, one of these guys. So. Cool. You will not have a hard time finding it. Amy, anything else going on you want to mention or talk about before you take a little bit of a month-long rest from weekend fun? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have been neglecting my pottery stream because I was prepping for all this ridiculous 
Christmas mm-hmm. that I was doing before. And frankly, the last two Thursdays, I was not here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So right. I will be resuming pottery streams. Uh, I, I'll, I'll do one on Thursday. Um, and again, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and maybe throw some more in there more regularly. And I'll let you guys know what that schedule looks like cool. when I actually nail it down. But yeah, for now. Oh, I have a question for you, Brian. This is totally completely no, unrelated I didn't, to anything. I didn't rummage through yours and Chuck's luggage when you guys are sleeping. Okay. <laughs> Only while you're awake. Well, I was, not while you're sleeping. was missing, was yeah. missing a few things, but uh, yeah, no, no, um, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no. So when you got your sleep study for apnea, yeah. Yeah. Do you, did they tell you like how many times you woke up overnight? Yes. And it was, uh, I don't remember the number, but they said it was one of the highest that they'd ever seen. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Really? Wow. So, yeah. so the doctors, I had a doctor's appointment this morning yeah. and, uh, like, and that it was for that. It was a follow-up for that. And they okay. got back yeah. my, my sleep study, like the one that I did, you know, over 10 years ago. And he said, yeah, the thing that really struck me about your overnight study was that your brain woke up 148 times Jeez. overnight. Wow. And I was like, well, no wonder I'm so damn tired no, all kidding. the time. Yeah. Like, like I literally, let me do the math. Like if I'm in bed for eight or nine hours, you know, I mean, that's, that is a ridiculous number. That's over 10 times an hour. I'm never getting more than like six minutes of sleep. That's a rough yeah, average. No Oof, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know what the average uh, numbers are. I, I would love to go back and find my, um, find my sleep study and just see what, what, uh, uh, what number I was at if, if they were saying that I was a pretty high one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm fascinated now. And of course I need to go back and I, they're having me go back and do another sleep study because he thinks I was just completely misdiagnosed with narcolepsy and that it's literally just apnea I've had the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'll be excited if that'll be the case because I'm like, Oh, yeah. what must it, what must it be like? What is it mm-hmm. like for you? Normal people who <laughs> sleep? Like, I don't even know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I was trying to so, find an average of what it's supposed to be per night, and I can't find anything. But it, it's basically the consensus scientifically is that everyone wakes up sometimes in the night, even if they don't remember it. Like mm-hmm. that's normal. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't think 140 is good. It's probably better. yeah. No, yeah. But like my neurologist was like, "That's really high." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, it sounds awful." Yeah, doesn't sound great. So. All right, Chuck, enough right. of your uh, kicking her in the night, all right? That's the problem. <laughs> Quit waking Amy up. Yeah, what are you doing over there, Chuck? Anyway. Oh, poor uh, Chuck. He had to he had to suffer between like my daughter came with us to Dragon Con and you know, he said, "Man, you guys were on like a schedule. Like one of you would mm. make a noise and then the other one would wake up and then you know, it was like this cycle all night long. I was like between these two, you know, cuz my daughter's in the other bed and I was on the other side of Chuck. So he was like, Oh my God. I was like between these two <laughs> women, just like mumbling in their sleep all night long. Yeah. So, so wow. you need some rest yeah. is what's happening here. Lots of naps. Yeah, that is chill out a bunch, make Chuck uh, earned, do nice things it. for you. Yeah. You've earned it. Yeah. Say Chuck, yeah, after you get back real. from your bike ride, you make me, make me dinner, do everything, Chuck. Your job is now to do everything. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I mean, that's pretty much the case already, but yeah, I I'll tell en- him, I'll tell him you said so. <laughs> all right. I hope you enjoy some downtime. Don't forget, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dot or at Red Fraggle 3. I don't know why I said dot. Forget the dot. At dot 
colon slash number sign um, symbol for boron. That's right. Red freckle free. The, the jury will disregard <laughs> the dot. Is. Disregard the dot. Yes. And uh, yeah, have a fantastic week, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> see you. Awesome. You too. Bye. Bye. Cut her off a little bit. Ah. Okay, Brian, we have a follow-up yes. that's very important. Oh, um, thank goodness. Okay. Because I thought, here's the deal. Last week when I thought Juno has always been spelled J-U-N-O. Yeah. Like that, like the movie and, you know, other forms sure, of Juno. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought the city had Roman, always been like called the Roman that. equivalent of Jupiter. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was just normal. And it wasn't until this late, late time in my life that I was corrected. Um, we had a little fun with that, right? It was like, oh, Scott, what, what are you doing? Well, I got a ton of people wrote in. Uh, emails, some social ne- uh, network uh, or media posts and things saying, um, I hate to admit this out loud, but Scott, I'm with you. I had no idea until you guys talked about it. I always yeah. thought it was Juno. So I thought, wow. well, okay, whatever. But then I wanted to hear from somebody who maybe had a little tighter connection to the name. And well, I think we found him. So he called in. There's one correction on what he says that I'll make at the end, but let's hear what this caller has to say. Hey, Scott, it's Ben from Minnesota. I was just listening to TMS uh, 20. 20- where you mispronounce Juneau, Alaska. Um, honestly, the mispronounce how you mispronounce it is actually correct of uh, how a lot of people mispronounce it. Okay, real quick. This is the correction. Yeah. He's, he doesn't mean mispronounce. He means, he means misspell. misspell as opposed to mispronounce. Yeah. Yes. So just for, and he knows that. I think he's just saying it without, it's ironic yep. that he's saying the thing wrong, but yes. anyway, exactly. I just wanted yes. to clear that up. All right, here's the rest. Oops, why well, I want to unpause. That's not good. Here. Um, my last name is Juno. And everyone pronounces it the way you did and don't realize that it's the capital of Alaska. So don't feel bad. You're uh, par for the course for the rest of America. So, uh, yeah, Juno, J-U-N-E-A-U. Don't worry about it, man. Everyone does it. Love the show, though. So I feel a little vindicated, just a little. Not entirely, because obviously it's been on maps, it's been in books, like I should yeah, know. It, it would have been in your entire geography class in school. Yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah. You're not wrong. But I, and, and, and yes. you know, what excuse do I have for literally being in Juneau last year and not noticing? Right, right, exactly. Yes. But I feel a little better knowing that a whole bunch of people do the same thing. And I think it's probably when you have the other use case come up here and there. Mm hmm. You you lock into the easy one. You just go. Well, there's the four letter one. Right, Juno's four letter. I'll I'll do. I'll just do the four letter Juno. Yeah. Sure. There's exactly. some kind of psychology yeah. at play, and I don't know what it is. Well, and that is what makes it a, a Mandela effect. If a large, if a significant portion of the population does the same thing. So if you got, if you got emails and messages and social media and tons of people saying that they do the same thing, then that qualifies. I have some confirming bias. Everyone, I'm in. <laughs> that, that confirmation is biased. Yeah, I mean, right. that bias is confirmation. That's right. Let's all go to Juno and celebrate. Anyway, right. that was great. Thank you for that call. And uh, if you want to call in, leave your own corrections, questions, thoughts, comments, you can do that very easily and simply at 801-471-0462. Or you can use that same phone number to send us texts. Uh, those work as well. And if you'd like to email us, themorningstream at gmail.com is the place to do it. Uh, It is a brand new month, everybody, and uh, we're excited about a new month. Why? Because it means a chance to bring in more wonderful people into our Patreon. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place. And uh, by the way, so we've we've mostly got, I've heard from almost everybody who was late or had gotten late T-shipments that they finally got them. Oh, good. Good, good, good. So anybody at those levels got them. Now, if any of you are still straggling and haven't seen that yet, Please reach out to me and let me know on Discord, email, wherever. Um, and I'll follow up for you individually and see if we can find out what's going on. I think we've got everyone covered, though. But in case there's somebody still 
lagging out there. Uh, it's not intentional. Sometimes we just, you know, we, we, we were behind on our shipments. They're back in stock. And now there's just an issue of making sure all of you get caught up. So anyway, reach out if you haven't uh, seen yours. And if you're like, wait, there's a T-level? Yeah, there's a whole lot more, too. Go on over there right now and check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. You'll get couch parties on the weekend, art in the mail, pre-show content every day, no commercials or ads, and mm-hmm. other monthly benefits you can only get by yeah. joining up today. For okay. sure. I, I want to design, I want to do some little 3D tchotchke thing for, um, well, you and I'll have to talk and figure out like what level gets stuff in the mail that I can add to it because I don't want to create a whole new shipment just for um, a certain level. But if there's a shipment that's already getting stuff in the mail, I know there is. There definitely is. Then I want to add something to it. That'd be great. Let's do it. Yeah, we don't, we're, we're all about just sending you guys stuff because we like you. It's not even, you know, exactly. We're, we're not, we're not, we're not even, we're not going to demand another penny. Brian will just do this nice thing. Sometimes I throw stickers into stuff for the same reason. It's just like, you know what? Exactly. You guys are awesome. You're like family. We want to pay you back. I will spend my valuable um, filament money, my resin money on you people. You people. Yep. Hard earned resin money. Damn it. Hard-earned resin money. Uh, speaking of which, there is no speaking of which. That's a bad transition. We're done with the show. That's it. we got to play a <laughs> song to get us out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Tom Merritt will not be here. I think he's still in Oh, wow. Really? Korea. Okay. I could be wrong. He may be that back. That would make sense. I mean, you don't want to go there and just be gone a week. Come on. you got to go there. And, yeah. Because yeah. he, he only left last Wednesday. So my guess is it's another day or two before he's home. But either way, uh, we may have him. We may not. But either way, we're going to do recommendals and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. come on back for a Wednesday edition of the show. In the meantime, Brian probably brought a song to play. What'd you bring? Oh, dear. This one's going out to Yana Lasko, who says, uh, hey, if you're reading this on the 5th of September... I am. Mm. It means that I'm celebrating my birthday today together with the ghosts of Freddie Mercury and John Cage. Let's party! That's a that's fun company to have a birthday It's a great, great uh, combo there. While it would be funny to request you to cover uh, four minutes and 33 seconds, <laughs> we actually will we'll put that at the very end of the show. You'll actually get to hear that. Sure. Um, maybe this day needs more funk instead, and by golly, Yana, you brought the funk. Uh, here is Wolfpack. Um, a band that is apparently made up of a bunch of uh, students from the University of Michigan, I found out. Oh, weird. Uh, they do these great, uh, uh, these great funk songs, and this one happens to be a cover. This is a cover of a song by Maki. It's called Birds of a Feather, We Rock Together. Oh, very nice. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Be good. We'll see you then. Birds of a feather, we rock together. And if we got a problem, we talk together. So let's head down south, escape the bad weather. The rain came through my treetop and washed away so many things. Things I couldn't learn till I went through. Things I didn't know till I met you. Together. Oh, and it's in the sun, the sky, the bed, weather. I said, oh, 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 oh
so many things harder than the breeze on which we once flew farther from the tree where I met you so I'm learning the hard way learning the hard way learning the hard way to be true In the hideaway Yeah Birds of a feather We ride together Oh We forgot about them We talk You know we're gonna talk together Down the side And escape the bed from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.